My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We can begin this short meditation making an act of adoration. We have Jesus here present before us in the Blessed Sacrament. What a gift, Lord, to be able to be here in your presence and to see you here on the altar. I imagine that most, if not all of us, have set up a little creche or a nativity scene in our home. You'll see here in the living room that we have a beautiful nativity scene. And that is a, a very important tradition. In a way, we can say that at Christmas time, we decide to set up in our house the Holy Family. Right? We place the Holy Family in the center of our home, depicting the birth of Jesus surrounded by Joseph and Mary. In a way, it's a visual reminder that for all of us as Catholics, our Catholic family is centered on the family, the Holy Family. And so the creche inside the house is the family within the family. We all are looking to Jesus, Mary, and Joseph as our reference point. John Paul II used to say that the family that prays together stays together. And that's beautifully expressed at Christmas time when we, with our children or our parents, we kneel before the creche and we adore the Christ child, just like we're adoring here Jesus in the Eucharist. And we can ask the question, as families, how do we stay together? Right? The family that prays together stays together. How do we do that? What does that look like? I read an interview once of a couple who had been married for many years, and they had formed a large family. And at one point, the interviewer asked the wife, do you have any advice for newly married couples, right? for the newlyweds? And she said, yes. I would tell newly married couples to never stop working on making your marriage better and stronger with each passing day, each passing year. Marriage requires total self-giving, but sometimes it takes time and effort, more time and effort than you think, to discover the best ways to give oneself more generously to one's spouse. These ways may change over time, and as the children grow older, but it should be a daily concern to find ways to give yourself more generously to your spouse. After we had been married about 10 years, my husband and I took a marriage course called Marital Love in Family Enrichment. Through it, we met other couples who were also committed to building strong marriages. One couple taught us about a concept that illustrates what I mean by working on your marriage daily. They called it making a DTL, or a decision to love. A DTL, or a decision to love the other person each day in little ways. We don't fall in love without our will and our intellect. We choose to love a person, and we can renew this decision again each day by choosing to do small acts of service for the other person. For example, if the trash needs to be taken out, 
a husband can make a DTL, a decision to love, by taking out the trash. His wife could make a DTL and fix the shower head without asking her husband to do it, etc., etc. Well, tomorrow, or sorry, this weekend, we'll be celebrating the Feast of the Holy Family, right, this Sunday. And the Holy Family is the model for all Christian families up and down the ages. And Jesus, present here in the Blessed Sacrament, we know that you wanted to be born into a family. And we look at the family that you formed with Mary and Joseph, and we marvel at the fact that you, the very Son of God, have wanted to live this aspect of our humanity, the fact that each of us is born into a family, and we're called to sanctify the home, the love between spouses, the love between parents and children, between siblings, between grandparents and grandchildren. And the DTLs, right, the decisions to love, are like the glue that keeps the family together. Just like any home, this is a home. Southmont is a family home. It's the center of the work. Any building that's been built to house a family is composed of many bricks, lots of mortar, planks of wood, drywall, flooring, carpeting, ceilings. Right? These are all pieces that put together form a home. But spiritually, it comes down to these DTLs, these decisions to love. And a family is healthy when the love for each other is constantly renewed in small or big acts of service. Conversely, the family suffers and can deteriorate or even fall apart when that love is lacking, when we neglect each other or we live indifferently to each other's sufferings and needs. Much like a healthy plant, right? If it's actively cared for day in and day out, the plant will flourish and grow. But if the plant is neglected or abandoned, it withers and dies. Jesus, we ask you now to protect our families, to sanctify them, to help them to grow and flourish. Each of us can consider right now our own family, the house each of us has formed, whether in marriage or in celibacy. Right? How is our household? How is our family life with those we live with and care for? Is it a thriving, growing plant, a well-structured building, or is it neglected and weak or derelict? Because Christmas is all about family. The family formed by Mary and Joseph and the child God entrusted to them, the Son of God himself. And in the center of our homes, we build the crash. Right? In the center of our homes, we look to the family, You know, when we think of DTLs, we can think of the figure of St. Joseph, who we're reminded of in the Feast of the Holy Family. Joseph is the father of that family. He's a model for all fathers, for all families. Southmont was built precisely to foster good fathers. And Joseph, why was he a good father? Because he consistently made DTLs. Decisions to love. And he did this over and over again. We see in the Gospels two key moments of DTLs where Joseph is asked to step up. We can look very briefly at these. The first is this. 
When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose, took the child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and he stayed there until the death of Herod. And then this other moment later in the life of that family. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. Joseph rose, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. Now, in both of these instances, the gospel describes how Joseph got up right away, but he like sprang from his bed. He acted immediately. He took the decision into his hands and he moved. Despite the hardship that this would have entailed, fleeing to Egypt without resources, no contacts, he had to find a new job, housing, they were refugees. The same goes for the return back. Maybe they had, they had finally settled into Egypt and they had kind of figured out their life there. And now the angel's telling them to, to move again. It's hard to pick up again and move house. But Joseph doesn't hesitate. In both cases, he makes a DTL, right? Decision to love. And we can think of our own family, of our own life, and sometimes the hard asks that we might encounter in our, in our family situation. <coughs> Sometimes it's the, the simple asks like getting up from the table to be the first to clear it or to help get dessert ready. That can be a DTL. Sometimes it's a much harder ask. Like we, you realize, we realize that God is requiring that our family make a big sacrifice, an economic setback, or maybe a move that's very difficult, a professional situation, a child that's sick, aging parents, all these things are DTLs, decisions to love. And so we can entrust them all to our lady, Mother Mary, who was the heart of that home. We can finish here with a quote from St. Josemaria. We must drink in this new logic, which God has inaugurated by coming down to this earth. In Bethlehem, nobody reserves anything for himself. There you do not hear about my honor, my time, my work, my ideas, my tastes, or my money. There, everything is placed at the service of this great game of God with humanity, which is the redemption. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, Intercede for me.